broadcasting from a dark basement office. The FBI's most unwanted presents the X-Files podcast. Hey, everybody. Please note that this is a previously recorded episode and our format was to alternate picks. The plan is now to redrop the episodes in order, starting with the first season. Please ignore anything said regarding why we picked it or what future picks are going to be, as that has become irrelevant. Also note that there's going to be some sound quality deviations versus seasons 10 and 11 because some of these episodes were recorded a couple of years ago. And finally, these republished episodes in the old format will be indicated with a bracket in the title that says republished. All right, we will see you guys next week with normal formatting. Josh, we haven't done this in a while, but this is my pick, yeah? It is. Right. Your but final pick. It's my final pick. I was just going to say, <laughs> seems apropos for this kind of thing we're doing. But yeah, this is my final pick in this old format, which is kind of irrelevant now because now people are going to be hearing this in order. Or at yeah. least they should be, right? Yep, yep. But I was excited, man. This was one that I had to put on pause due to season 11, right? Yeah, yeah. This was this was our impending next selection. It was. And then we said, fuck it, let's do long because we're crazy people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then we had this little two-week layoff here. So yeah. we kind of had time to drop one in. Yeah, give them a little something to feed on. Yeah. Chum, the, to, chum the water. Yeah, keep them happy, because if not, they start chewing on your legs. <laughs> your tasty surfer legs. And debatably, it already took us too long to get to this episode. Not even a debate. Yeah. <laughs> it 100% took us too long to get to this episode. <laughs> we were kind of burying the lead. Right. So, dude, I'm pumped. Clyde Bruckman's final repose. Yep. Is that how you say it? Repose. I would say repose. It is repose. Okay. Yeah. You, you said it like a fencing move. Like repost. Yeah. <laughs> Following the parry. Mm. You don't in. even have to ask why you chose this episode, right? You can if you want. Why did you choose this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Hot takes. Coming at you. I chose it because there is something in neuroscience that greatly fascinates me. Didn't expect that, did you? No. Nope. Um, the concept of free will is fascinating to me. Mm. As a okay. person who is very interested in, in, in personal liberty, because let's be real, political liberty is a joke. <laughs> but as a person in very, very interested in, in personal, individual liberty, the idea of free will and the possibility that it doesn't exist really creeps me out. It's um, horrifying. It's horrifying. So I listened to Sam Harris. You know who he is? Uh, no, I don't well, think so. You don't need to. He's a podcaster, big time, does a big time podcast called Waking Up with Sam Harris, neuroscientist, philosopher. He likes to argue with people. <clears throat> and I listen to him a lot. And he, uh, he's pretty critical of, you know, religion and stuff like that. But more importantly, he talks about free will. And uh, he sent me into a rabbit hole talking about how we, we think we have it, but we don't. We're simply just responding the way our brain wants us to respond because of all of the mechanical and chemical things going on in our brain. And he has a pretty compelling argument that I just can't even begin to, to, you know, push forward with you because I'm not smart enough. Sure. Um, but it's pretty fascinating. And um, it makes me, it makes me think it, it, it's interesting to think about it as it relates to this episode, because this guy's like, I know how you're going to die in a sense. And that really fascinates me. Yeah. So he's basically saying it's just what, like essentially <clears throat> all of human life and behavior is like stimulus response. Uh, in a sense, uh, and he and he has some pretty intellectual, pretty interesting intellectual exercises 
um, he was talking about he, he uh, Sam Harris himself. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Not he talks, Clyde. <laughs> no, no, not Clyde. He, yeah, he talks about how what you're doing in that moment. You think you're choosing to do, but you're not really choosing to do it. And he's not. And he's talking from a pure neuroscience perspective, not even like a philosophical perspective. Okay. He doesn't even get philosophical with it. Um, Man, it's hard to even talk about that without. You can't, and we don't have to. I just wanted to say part of my fascination, refascination with this episode is that idea of of what am I trying to say? Predetermined things, predestination, right? Sure. I mean, because yeah. in a sense, that's what he's doing. He's telling you this is what's going to happen. Oh, 100%. I mean, he literally talks about his desire to not alter the future. Like, right. That that is something that should not or arguably cannot be done. Or, or I guess more should not. Should. Sure. Should not. Because yep. he talks, you know, he kind of goes off, Clyde, at that one point about how if he does this and this doesn't happen, this doesn't happen, this person doesn't invent time travel and goes back and my parents never meet and I'm never born, um, et cetera, which is kind of a funny thing to be concerned about for somebody who's on the verge of committing suicide to be all that concerned about your, your birth. Right. It's wild. Okay. Here's a, here's a quick thing and I'll just get, and I'll just give you this real quick. Follow this thought experiment along. Um, um, Harris goes on to ask a person in the group he's talking to, think of a city anywhere in the world. Okay. You just did that, right? Yeah. You can choose any city you want. He even says that. He then asks you to pay attention to the conscious process. He probably could have selected any number of things to ask you to choose from, but choosing a city seemed to work because the sheer number of cities you can choose from, you simply can't say there are limited to only one you knew of. Afterwards, he says, the first thing to notice is that this is a free of, this is as free of a decision than you will ever make in your life. You have all of the cities in the world to choose from, and I'm asking you to pick one, right? Okay. Some of you might contest this point. I think it's fairly uncontroversial. He then says, he then tells you that several cities have probably occurred to you, and for you to focus on just one of the cities. After you have one in mind, he goes on to assess the process of picking one of the cities. Part of the reason is to move any of the cities you wouldn't have known to the side. You simply could have picked one of those because such was not part of your knowledge set. He then says, there are many other cities whose name is known quite well to the person, but which simply didn't occur to you at the time. He then goes on to say, weren't in the cards of your neurophysiology. They simply didn't casually come to the forefront as options in your mind. He then asks, were you free to choose that which did not occur to you to choose? Of course, the answer to that question is no. I think most people... Right. It's weird, right? But that's only a very vague example. He's got a whole talk about it, and he goes really deep into it. And of course, there's great counter-arguments to it as well. I'm not saying I believe it one way or the other. I'm just saying it's a compelling argument. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would never make an. I would never support the claim because I don't have the evidence or expertise to deny it. I just thought it was interesting. Also, it's one of those things that is just essentially very difficult to argue against. Sure. Yeah. Sure. He says, "Let's say you thought of Paris, New York, or Tokyo. In the end, after deliberating, you decide on Tokyo." Harris rightly says, "This is the sort of decision that motivates the idea of free will." And then he goes on to talk more about that. But yeah, check him out. He's pretty wild. Um, yeah. Sam Harris, he's kind of interesting cat, and I like him. He's pretty cool. He's been on Rogan and stuff, and that's kind of where a lot of these guys are picking up their expanding on their audiences, I guess you could say. But yeah, the less old about Rogan that. train. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. More about um, more about our man, our main Clyde. Man. Clyde the Glide. I love this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever used to read the, um, the one I always dug was Weekly World News. Mm. (laughs) Like the the fucking like (laughs) Bat Boy (laughs) found alive in Florida. Like that shit. Dude, hell yeah. Like 
Like that, I always love those. Not like the celebrity tabloids. Right. They just those bananas. Yeah, those stuff. make me want to like blow people's heads off with shotguns. Right. But but they're like or crazy. run really cool games. <laughs> wait. Right. Oh tabloid? wait, no, 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 not 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 the celeb tabloid. Oh yeah, the no, other no, no. one. Right. Like right. Yeah. Bad boy found in well. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Total like vampire masquerade games. Right. Left and right. Or well, was, we were just talking about clerks, right? The guy's like, in the world is miraculously safe. Fucking Randall spits water <laughs> yep. at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has this uh this great great cold opening with so awesome. Clyde. It's so good. I like that we see him looking at the tabloids, you know, talking about the Madonna. Um, and we see this guy. The hell is his name again? Yappy. I want to say Yappy, but it's Yappy, right? Stupendous Yappy. The stupendous Yappy. <laughs> I foresee the Midnight Inquisitor. <laughs> I foresee the revelation that not Elvis, but rather Buddy, Buddy Holly is alive. Yeah. Mm. Imagine knowing, having the inclinations that he does, and, and knowing this is all bullshit. Clyde Brockman? Yeah. Yeah. And then seeing the life this guy lives, like this hot ass as as Ben Prue puts it, like uh, Robert Ro- Palmer girl following <laughs> him around. Palmer backup singer. And he dancer. smashes every night in his limo. <laughs> right. And you're this lonely man drinking right. your... Especially if you look at him and you realize like he's not going to die till he's 98, surrounded by right. seven Robert Palmer dancers. Yeah, you know? sure. And you're like, fuck, there's no justice. It's crazy. And, and I think that's outside of my fascination with the concept of definitive evidence of things that will pass. I like the idea of this character and the way he's played, which is why I'm a big fan of this episode. Because too often, we see people with this ability as the Yappy character, right? Yes. Not often enough do we see what a terrible and lonely existence that would be. Yeah, almost never. I mean, sometimes... In some fiction, you know, whatever, it can be portrayed in a, you know, as a burden, but never in such like a soul crushing, soul crushing, but also routine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. just so pedestrian. His life, right. he's a fucking insurance salesman, you know, at 60, whatever years old, 62. He's up there. Th- that can just see how everyone he comes across is going to die. Yeah. You're going to get numb, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. What's a rough life, man. <laughs> and this is a, man, it's such a unique episode and it's, it, it's funny. I mean, there's a lot of really funny moments. Well, that's Peter Boyle. That's Peter Boyle. It's also He's Darren so Morgan, right? right? The the writer. Right. But it's, it's also pretty fucking dark. For sure. Well, I mean, you know me, pal. Yeah. Dark Dude. and funny. Hey. It's all dark and funny. <laughs> <laughs> David Nutter, dude, is the director. This guy's an animal. Wait, David Nutter is the director? Yeah. Didn't you interview him? No, no. <laughs> That's Mark Nutter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Still a cool cat, though. Mark Nutter's good people. Check him out. Um, no, yeah, um, I- Game of Thrones, Mother's Mercy, Dance of Dragons, Reigns of the Castamere. Reigns of Castamere, oh. bro. Red Wedding. I don't watch that show, bro. But you know about that. Yeah, I do know about that. <laughs> you know about, <laughs> know that. about that. I mean, goddamn, dude, you're directing that shit. That's yeah. radical. That's intense. Did a bunch of VR, bunch of X Files. Hmm. Yeah, man. Still work. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, but uh, back with our boys here. We 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 meet. We kind of get a look at a f- both Stupendous Yappy, at least from the outside. We meet Clyde, uh, and then we bump into uh, 
he's actually an unnamed character. Just call him yeah. the, the the puppet, right? The, the puppet. murderer, yeah. the puppet. Yep. Uh, he's a unfortunate looking fellow. Yeah. Yeah. Would you bang that uh, that gypsy? Um, I mean, if, if it's a binary system, that's a one, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's Karen Conaval. Oh, our girl. Gotcha, motherfucker. Holy shit. <laughs> you son of a you son of you a son of a bitch. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be up on my guard. So would I. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that weird fucking headband shit. <laughs> Way better than when she's limbless under a bed. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a negative right there. So dude, she's been in the show at least three times. She's been in it. Wow. She's a fan of the X Files, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, three times exactly, exactly by the yep. look of her IMDb. Yep. But yeah, she's, um, this guy's great though. This creepy guy. Yeah. He really, you buy the, mm. him like not in control. Right. Like that. Right. And what a fascinating, uh, I guess, trait of a, of a serial killer. How right. hard is it to, to predict a serial killer's next move when he allegedly or or supposedly in his own mind doesn't even understand why he's doing the things he's doing or what he's going to do yeah. pretty fucking hard to stop him right <laughs> that's uh <laughs> goes back to my fascination with free will yeah right he's acting in a way that he, he probably just feels like he's a passenger M- more so than somebody who just assumes they're yeah. not right i or, like that i think that's fascinating he's a puppet exactly fuck dude um good intro dude, when, when he like starts squeezing her hands and she drops the uh, yeah, the, God, the, <laughs> the gypsy voice and she's like, you're, you're hurting me, mister. Ow. I just want you to know that's a microaggression. <laughs> it's uh, she's Romany. So could you please? Oh, of course. Okay. You're <laughs> offending. I'm mm. not gypsy. Gypsy's the cooler word, but sure. <laughs> Way cooler. Whatever. Um, um, yeah. She, she goes out and that's, uh, that's our intro. And, this next part Boy. is fantastic. It's the the so false good. setup. It's so good. Oh my God. I loved it. Clever, loved it. right? Yes. You think, <laughs> you know, his, oh, his methods are kind of spooky. I've seen him interviewed on TV and Perfect. this and that. And you're like, all right, here, here comes Mulder. And yeah. then Mulder and Scully walk in and they're like, who the hell are you? It's so good. Uh, and they uh, realize they're in fact talking about the one and only stupendous Yappy, who will yeah. who will reappear in few future episodes. Yappy comes back. Who's this dude that's losing his hair? And he he sounds like a New Yorker, and he's trying to convince me he's from St. Paul, Minneapolis. The you mean like the local yeah. detective guy? He sounds like he's from Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's like this like is it. this is the uh, only way I can play a fucking cop. I think basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. The other guy's kind of you know, taller, blondish hair. He strikes me as a somebody from the Minneapolis way. Yeah, I always forget like where this episode is because it. I guess it's not really that important. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Just to show you, oh, now they're in Saint Paul. Yeah, but we got a dead gypsy. Oh yeah, I'm Excuse sorry. Me. Dead, dead Rom- <laughs> Romani. Thank you. What are you, Hitler? <laughs> Fuck, man. Let's go easy. Uh, <laughs> but also a cool setup is they're not in her room. They're in right. Um, what do you mean? They're, They're in the room where she was doing it or was this, is this a different room? I couldn't tell. I didn't uh, see all the I, dolls surrounding her before. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I guess. No, Doesn't I think it, it is where it is. It is where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's the elements of a Satanist, right? At, at first, or they question that the eyes cut out the entrails, um, but divination. the eyes are, are not taken. Yeah. sounds like divination for sure. Mm. 
Um, tea leaves. Yep. Right? Uh, Mulder names, whatever the fuck that is. Dude, my great-grandmother used to read tea, tea leaves to me. No shit. Yeah. Oh, I remember, like, my great-grandmother, both of them lived till... Was she a Romani? She, she was, in fact, Romani. No, she was not. <laughs> she was Dutch English. I don't know what the did fuck she, she was doing. Did she read. routinely pick your pockets? <laughs> <laughs> and, and lead you astray into a dark carnival world? <laughs> no. That didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> no. No, that was her, uh, <laughs> that was her younger brother. Mm. Mm. If it led to some badass fucking belly dancing, then I'm in. <laughs> Um, You're like, Grandma, give me back my quarter. <laughs> she laughs, has one, like, a you know, big gap in her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Camera's all, like, crooked and shit. Just wore all sorts <laughs> of weird head wraps. <laughs> you start passing out. What is it you made me drink? <laughs> Your grandma uh, was so weird in this version, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, very oh, different. Very different her. than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in walks our boy. This guy is too much. But this oh is God. 90s as shit, this guy. Yeah. This was such a thing, right? You know, before the internet, you could get away with this stuff. Dude, I remember those psychic commercials. Hell yes. What what was the biggest one? The the fucking Mama Cleo? Some shit like that? (laughs) Miss Cleo. (laughs) Mama Cleo. That was your... No, no, no. That was your grandmother. (laughs) That was your less black grandmother. (laughs) Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo, tell you your secrets. She's dead. Is she? Damn, 53. Yeah. She died young. Well. Cancer. Um, yeah, Psychic Readers Network. Miss Cleo, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had any kind of like... Fuck no. Like tarot cards, palm reading? Any, yes. I'm sorry, I'm a yeah? liar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Which one? Uh, numerology. You familiar with this? Is that like number 23 with Jim Carrey? Yeah, I, I played sax and banged gothic chicks. <laughs> Sounds like my fucking dream, to be honest with you. But no, I um, it was numerology. A girl I used to date had like pretty or like a, a real hippie streak, and so did her parents, her mom specifically. Is this somebody I might know? Mm, no. Mm, oh <laughs> okay. yeah, that no. Yes, yes. Okay. Now now okay. Now there's two actually. One oh, was tarot, but I didn't do that. Somebody did it about me. Oh. That was high school. But no, yes, this other one you do know. Okay. And I've been some weirdos. Um, <laughs> so have I. <laughs> um, yeah, you definitely know the uh, second, the numerology one you know for sure. Yep. And I don't remember anything about it, but it was it was a thing. It's a really yeah. bad story. <laughs> no, it's great. It's really engrossing. It's really it, bad. It allows me to fill in all the blanks myself. Apparently, it was... Um, like Let me tell you what it adventure. is. Ready? Numerology is any belief in the divine or mystical relationship between number and one or more coinciding events. Study of numerical value of the letters and words, names, how do and you, ideas. How do you, how does somebody read, like, are they like, pick a number one to I, seven? No. <laughs> <laughs> Spin the wheel, fucker. Hey, ten. I mean, I just don't know what the process of, I mean, so I understand. let me see if I can try to remember. A lot of it had to do with time of birth, date of birth, oh, the number okay. planet associated with your birth. Sure. Um, numbers of the names of people you know. And you'll find this interesting. Apparently, um, apparently, uh, the name Dan is supposed to be important to me in my life at some point. Oh, yeah? I and mean, we know a Dan. Yeah. Interesting, Maybe, right? maybe you'll uh, end up with him. Maybe, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'd let him blow me, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, bit, yeah, a little pretty, bit more facial hair. Pretty wild. Yeah, it's true. Not in the yeah. I I find it fascinating how those people like. I I have known and actually have dated people that are into like really into uh, astrology and a, a lot of that kind of shit. Big time astrology. Um, oh, oh yeah, there was an astrology too because I remember the person had a big course, old book about it. Of course, but those people, man, they always like they're they're so gung ho about that shit and they think it's like you know they like scoff at people that dismiss it, mm-hmm. but then again they fucking believe like crystals have power and they think that like anybody. Believes in any organized religion is a fucking chump, and you're like, well, really? <laughs> yeah, that lacks in logical consistency. I'd say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if I, I'm of the opinion that if you, I mean, if you believe in numerology, then you believe in werewolves, <laughs> which is no, <laughs> right, which is fine, but you have to believe a man can become a lycanthrope. <laughs> it's you? only logically consistent. Do you you kind of do. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that you can. <laughs> Am I hurting you? Correlate those things, but I'm I'm down. Yeah, I'm down with it. Yeah, <clears throat> well, right. that might be pushing it, but yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, apparently I'm a Capricorn, but I'm a specific kind. I don't oh, know what yeah. that means. Yeah, I'm on the cusp, which means some shit too. Yeah, it's a cusp. I'm a Capricorn, but with like a different planet rising, and that means something significant. Yeah. I don't know why, but that has to do with the day I was, the time I was born, mm. which I don't remember either. <laughs> but it concerns me that there are exes running around with this information. <laughs> the casting spells. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, on you. It's fucking weird, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's bizarro. But yappy. <laughs> I didn't date any yappies. They didn't no. have that kind of money and fame. But yeah, Miss Cleo was, this was a thing in the 90s, boy. No, totally. I typed totally in psychics from the 90s first hit Miss Cleo. Of course, dude. Famous male psychics. Edgar Cayce, Yuri Geller. Yeah, there's a bunch. John Edward. Everybody's all fucking up in their ass about Black Panther right now. How about some respect for Miss Cleo talking about a, a trailblazing black woman at the yeah. top of her at the top of her profession? Yeah. Right? You know what I like about her? She came right in and went right to the top. Of yeah. all those other white people. <laughs> fucking... Who've been doing it forever. Crushed it. Crushed it. Crushed it. it. I wish I could say it wasn't because people are racist, though. Because you're like, oh, that's like that Louisiana magic now. You <laughs> well, know didn't what I mean? she? Didn't she have like a Jamaican accent? Well, you know, yeah, you know. I mean, sort of. That's, that's yeah. to play up the fear of the white man. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, oh, that's exotic, man. She must be telling the truth. That accent. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I see her in the drive-through in a Honda Civic, getting a Big Mac. <laughs> Real mystical. Well, yeah. <laughs> Put a pin in that balloon. All right. Well, Yappy's pretty good, though. Yeah, I like this whole thing. This is so. Um, and this this puts Mulder in the the hilarious spot of being apparently the biggest skeptic present. Sure. <laughs> he gets literally kicked out of an investigation, out of a crime scene mm-hmm. for his bad energy. Yeah. What yeah. bothers me is none of the other guys are telling him to fuck off the way he's Yapp- acting. Like, Yappy or Mulder. Yappy. Like the yeah. double eyebrows. Like Oh my god. His dude. eyebrow game I mean, there's Spock and then there's Yappy at the top of the eyebrow game now, right? Yeah. The rock is in there too. Yeah. But the rock's gotta be third. Yeah, Yappy's the rock has nothing on Yappy, that's for sure. No way. And I would guess unfortunately Spock only ever did one. So it's gotta go Yappy, Spock, yeah. <laughs> Rock, right? Yeah. Spock and Rock. What are the fucking chances they rhyme in their eyebrow guys? This is what I'm talking about. There's no free will. <laughs> it's predetermined. <laughs> That's it. There's my evidence. Done. <laughs> Airtight argument. God but, forbid uh, you yeah. know Brock. 
kicks him out for his bad energy, bro. Yeah, I, and I love Scully. Like, Dude. just just her reaction to everything, pretty much She's everything awesome. in this episode. Um, yeah, how he gets he gets bumped out here, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the just his routine. I mean, it's so laughable. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And Mulder comes back in after, and it's exactly yes. Exactly. The, the vagueness of the clues could yes. be applied to anything. Right? Some of the shit's going to be right. I mean, this is this is literally what I think of of psychics and and that kind of stuff. Well, Matt and I kind of made this joke the other day. We were talking about astrology, um, and, and we were like, we're like, <laughs> he read like a thing, and then he's like, oh, here's the one for cancer, and then he just read the same one. He's like, here's the one from Aquarius, and he read the same one. I was like, I get it, you fuck. But um, yeah, I don't know, dude, man. I, but I, I have real friends though that are literally into that shit. Yeah, I don't. That'll look, be like, dude, dude, be careful, man. Like Mars is in retrograde right now. Yeah, I don't you know, even know what that means. Yeah. Mars, like, <laughs> like the god of war. No, like the planet astrology, dude. It's about yeah. planets and shit. Right. I They'll be you. like, yeah, Mars is in retrograde. So communication is difficult right now. Like with other planets? <laughs> no, with other people. <laughs> like is it blocking your radio signals? <laughs> no. I gotcha. Yeah, like because of yeah, yeah, it's just it's fucking so th- then let's can we let's play devil's advocate for ourselves for 5 seconds just to entertain ourselves. What okay. is so do we believe that there are things beyond our comprehension? that you could consider, quote, supernatural. Now, I'm of the opinion that supernatural could possibly just mean has yet to be categorized and discovered by science, perhaps with our limited tools and access, right? I I agree with that statement. All right. So, so far, so good. So that said, there's got to be fucking things going on out there that we can't really comprehend and, and could even be beyond us conceptually, like the germ to the medieval brain, right? Yeah, I, I 100% I believe that. Now, I'm not asking you to now believe Mars is in retrograde. <laughs> I'm just saying then there's got to be shit going on out there, and I can understand why people try to quantify it. Like I, yeah. get, I get the compulsion to be I get interested. The I get it, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. I don't see evidence to support it outside of circumstantial, unless somebody wants to correct me. Um, but I, but I understand the intrigue. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to shit on those people. Yeah, sure. I mean, I got an ex girlfriend who had fucking spell books. So there you go. You know, yeah, it, like Wiccan spells. Yeah, because I have a spell book, but you got to be a certain <laughs> level of mage to use those spells. <laughs> well, in dude, of course, I have a goddamn <laughs> spell compendium. You I'm got talking, spell cards. I'm cause... talking about you know, not cool spells. <laughs> You're right? talking about the craft, but real life. Right. I got it. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about Mulder. He says. This guy's full of shit. That's just the way it goes. The other guy's like, well, he said a lot of other things. Yeah, percentages are bound to be right, but most of which are going to turn out wrong. And that's, he's saying, well, Yappy's provided more concrete leads than you have. So if you don't mind, I'm going to get an APB out on a white male, 17 to 34, <laughs> with or without a beard. <laughs> Maybe a tattoo. Who is it with him? I love it. You can't corroborate any of those outside of his appearance. It's great. Yeah, that's, there's probably, what, that, that two million people that fit that description in the greater... The greater right. Twin Cities area, sure. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of that out there, right? Yep. Aren't they a Viking heritage? Um, yeah, right. They come down from <laughs> and into the. I'm not joking. You're uh, you're referring to the football team? <laughs> no, that's just coincidence. <laughs> but that's not a coincidence. Well, right? it's not a no, but it's <laughs> swearheads. Isn't that what Al Swearengen calls them in Deadwood? 
<laughs> I don't Fucking know. hoople heads, right? They're all Norwegian out there. Yeah. There's also a blonde. large, very, very large Arab presence out there. Uh, Somalian too, from what I hear. That's yeah. new. That's a new thing, which yeah. I was shocked at because I wouldn't imagine they would have loved that weather. No, no, it just was probably what was available. There you go. Well, our boy's selling life insurance, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good good closing statement when he describes the the, the husband flying through a windshield and wow. his, being, his body being ripped apart by 60 feet of, of asphalt. Good Lord. Um, but hey, don't buy that boat. You want some, invest in some life insurance. Mm-hmm. First and, of all, what a dumb dumb to tell your salesman that you're planning to buy a frivolous expense that immediately depreciates. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he's going to use that against you. <laughs> Open up a... I just can't even picture being in a situation where a fucking stranger who's a sal- salesman is in my kitchen sitting down talking to me. Isn't like, that there's, like the most 50s thing ever? Dude, it's fucking wild. It's so 50s. Wild. Like, I, you're not coming into my fucking house you out of your mind? Hold on. Bing bong. You can answer it. <laughs> Bing bong. Go ahead and answer it. I look through the doorway. Okay. You see a, um, a white man, uh, ages 18 to 23. <laughs> 18 um, to 17 to 34, <laughs> with or without a beard. <laughs> he has a so five o'clock shadow. He's got kind of floppy hair. Um, he has a clipboard. He has cargo shorts on, uh, a pair of vans that are a little bit beat up. And he's kind of like nervously looking around. Can I help you? You open the door. Um, you I brace it with I, the foot. Yeah, of course. Because there's no way he's coming through that. Cocked and locked. Okay, so you got the forty cow. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Can't say I blame you. No. And he's like, "Hey, how's it going, man? Um, I just want to tell you, like, I'm here for like solar energy, bro. That's uh, what yeah, it is I'm, nowadays, right? Yep. Actually, I'm not a homeowner, so I just rent here. Sorry, I can't help you. Oh wait, hold on a second, bro. Well, I, yeah, but that's what it is. It's not. Do, do people get door to door insurance? No, no, I don't think so. You call the place, um, right? And you go, hey, yeah. but I want my family to be fucked without me. So I, I volunteer for a couple political um, fucking things back in the day and uh, like campaigns. And I, nobody's I, perfect, I, bro. Remember, <laughs> I remember going door to door. I went fucking door to door at like 18 years old. That's what I'm saying. To talk about a fucking candidate. Yeah. So now you got 18 year old you on the other side of that fucking door to clipboard in 30. What are you, five? Sure. Wasn't wearing fucking goddamn cargo shorts well, and pants. Yeah. Well, you had presentable. a fucking khakis Ple- and a polo. Pleated, pleated fucking khakis. Khakis and a polo. I'm even more good, nervous. Good, clean white boy. <laughs> now I'm even more <laughs> nervous. Going to fucking put my name in a thing? The fuck out of here with your clipboard. <laughs> 35, whatever, 34. You're 34? Yeah. 34 year old, you was behind the door with a fucking Glock 40. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at yourself through the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that actually happened. That'd That's be kind of sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, age changes you. That's for sure. I'll tell you this much. This, uh, this man here, Clyde Bruckman, is not, he's, he blows this closing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Not, not the strongest. I do like just um, look at his life here is just <sighs> selling insurance or, or not selling insurance. Not selling it, yeah. Come into this, you know, just sad, lonely apartment. I want to say fucking, something real quick. Yeah. If you really want to, if you want to be an insurance salesperson <laughs> and you're single, you can make fucking bank if you want to sell your soul a little. You should not be living in this place. No, no. Yeah. He should yeah. be, have a lot of money, this guy. And he definitely well, should have got out of the game a while ago. <laughs> 
Does he does his sales pitch usually end with a <laughs> quite vivid description of how the prospective client is going to meet his demise and when? Because <laughs> that might affect Yikes. his overall numbers. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. It's a good point. But yeah, it's a bummer, man. You just get so some am food. I right in assuming he's seeing the dog eating this lady when she dies? Yeah. Because she's out of dog food. Well, well that's why he That's why that, he buys them. A, a that's why you don't get little tiny dogs like that. <laughs> Because that's don't starve your dog. I guess that's, that's the moral of that story. That's just like that's like a. It's not even a dog at that point. It's been so fucking weirdly bred. It's mm. it's like a cat. Cat cats will eat your ass. You yeah. get a good medium to large sized dog, they're not gonna fucking eat you when you're dead, loyal. Loyal. I think you might be wrong. Ah, dude, dude. I think there's fucking stories about like dogs like starving to death, like lying next to their owners. That's, yeah, that's that's my reality. All right. <laughs> Listen, you know me. I love a fucking dog. Stella's it's my real, shit. But if I die age. and I'm she's hungry, I'll just eat my face off. I don't give a shit. Asshole up. <laughs> just go <laughs> like a fucking pack of wolves. Mm, delicious ass, Dean. Mm, mm, mm. It's a good thing you're dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got into the belly, guys. Oof. Yum. That is where the good stuff is. I guess, yeah. But yeah, he sees this little dog eating the shit out of this old lady um, <laughs> as he takes out her garbage, and then he comes across our uh, our body here, Karen. Now I do, yeah, I do have a question. Yeah, how did Mulder? How did they get a hold of this guy? That's something I missed. I stepped so out of the room. For he a second. finds the body, and yes. then he he calls the cops. So it cuts right to Them they're at the in. they're there. And the detective's like, hey, just like Yappy said, you know, they said he said the body would be dumped, and here it is in a dumpster. <laughs> right. And Mulder's like incredibly unimpressed. He should um, be. It's a fucking and then, annoying thing to say. Yeah. They're like, all right, you know, who who found him? And there it's very initially like super routine questioning. Like, okay, like found the body. And Scully has some questions. This is this is when she's like, All right, you said the eyes have been cut out. Um, she's raced down. But you didn't move the body, and he's like, "No." Mm-hmm. Then how did you know the eyes were cut out? And he's like, well, "They were." What do you What do you complain about? Right. And this is where he starts to have some odd amounts of knowledge. <laughs> By the way, Scully's face when when she, she he says that to her is <laughs> such <laughs> exasperation. Yeah. And this is Peter Boyle, like, oh my god, at his ultimate best. Yeah. Right. He's so great. Holy shit. He's so him. fucking good, man. Putting on the Ritz. Come on. <laughs> he's so fucking good like uh, he's just funny and yeah. she's like are you fucking what do you understand the amount of trouble you could be in for this cavalier attitude she's saying right yes <laughs> what are you complaining about she turns to Mulder and like can you please can, and he's just you know right crystal ball <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny about this is that you know obviously not very nothing of that part of it carries over but that character he plays on uh Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, um, yeah. You can see a lot of that kind of just... I missed it, man. I never got into the show. So that if, show? It's, if it's Peter Boyle worthy, then I'll check it out. I, I mean, it's sitcom. Yeah. Um, you got to go back you know, and listen to our Outpost on science fiction film. He's great in Outpost, right? Oh, really? Outland. 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 With Sean Connery? Yeah. I've never seen it, dude. Dude, you got to check it. Really? Oh, shit. He's in Red Heat, too. Oh, damn. This guy's been in everything. Anyway. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, it is, I mean, it, it was funny as a, I like as a, a fucking, he just says, well, it figures if a guy goes to kill a fortune teller, I he's mean, gonna, you know, he's gonna <laughs> obviously assault her with a crystal ball. 
He's going to cut our eyes out with a crystal ball. He says it in such a why aren't you following me way. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he knows about the eyeballs and the the entrails being cut out, which has not been released in the press, he says, I I never read the papers. They're depressing. But he does know that somebody's killing fortune tellers and ripping their eyes out. Right. And this is when, like, Mulder says, okay, um, you're you're coming with us. Right. (laughs) And the assumption here is that person of you know, interest i mean yeah because you know sure. a lot about a murder but not mm-hmm. to Mulder. Mulder is a person of interest because he might be psychic <laughs> of course right of course <laughs> and and yeah they take him back to the same crime scene right uh yeah and it's a great transition because it goes from black to the door opening and <laughs> staying in the door going what's going on <laughs> and he just saw i mean boyle just kills this role in every even his physical acting although subtle he just saunters into the room like ugh. <laughs> What does it matter? I don't know. Both of you die. Like, God. Fuck God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he really, he captures that for sure. <laughs> when <laughs> I love how, you know, as he gets there, he gets sick. <clears throat> Scully is obviously super, you know, she's not buying it. No. Very, very critical. Mulder, of course, wants to believe. And, uh, then <laughs> he has the line that they already made fun of Yappy for saying about how, the killer is not really in control of his actions. He doesn't know why he he does the things he he's he do, he's done, which Scully rolls her eyes at, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "But you know, really, why does anybody do anything?" <laughs> Just such like a, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Such a nihilist. <clears throat> and uh, who cares? <laughs> when he's staring at the at the floor, talk about you know, like, yeah, they're having sex. Oh man. And, <laughs> and he says, oh, it's not rape. It's, you know, she initiated it. And what's wrong? Well, seems like everybody's having sex but me. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, and then he the barfs, whole... right? The, the barf and the, the the actual prognosticating, right? After he's looking through these dolls and like some of the stuff here is just interesting. How he talks about like what... You know what is it about a person? Why? Why did she start collecting dolls? At what point in her life did she decide? Mm. You know, mm. right? This gets back to the opening impressions. Yeah. Yes, this is very much like a what is determined. What what events mark the things that steer you along the way? Indeed. Do you have control over any of them? Um, yeah. And following this, he sees the creepy. I think. I guess we're supposed to assume it sort of looked like a drowned body. Yeah, that doll. Um, And he tells them you're going to find the body at Glenview Lake next to the fat white little stormtrooper. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. I like it. I mean, Scully's not sold, right? She's just saying he's yappy, but just different. Yeah, just different style. But he also responds differently to the criticisms that yappy had, like negative energy. He's like, what are you guys talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know. And he just doesn't seem to, to care to convince them. You yeah. know, what makes somebody say suddenly, oh, I know dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's the shit that fucking, that's what I'm saying, man. That's the, that's the shit I think about sometimes. Like, why? What a weird thing. Why the path? That's, weird. that's awful, dude. I'm a, I'm not a very optimistic person in general, but dude, I think if I didn't believe that we had free will, mm. I don't even know how you go on living. <laughs> I'm going to fucking lie. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even that that enthused about being alive in general and that's with like the thought that I have total free will. Do you take that away? What the fuck is the point? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're just biological right? machines. 
Ugh. responding to stimuli that's been built up over years. God, that's so up. predictable. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it, what's really fucked up is if that is true and you get technology that is able to map that, then you could just hold an iPad and I'd be like, Josh is going to do this right now. I know it's here. It's on my program. I see it. And, you, and like, what are you going to do in 20 years? Theoretically, if you had the computing power to I guess, actually deal with those. Yeah billions and billions of of you know variables mm-hmm. you could, yeah yeah well don't go off the deep end but um yeah, yeah that's that's it's wild yeah it's pretty wild but um they go to the lake don't they and they find the body they do they fishing it right out they see a fat little stormtrooper i mean it's a stretch the propane tank yeah, it's it's there but it works for what I, I like it's enough though for for scully to be like come on dude yeah, I like that it's it's definitely enough to be like, yeah, that does look like that could be that, but also also enough of a stretch that Scully can say, yes, you're going to associate, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to associate these things, just how it is. Um, and Mulder's like, well, this is the exact lake, the exact body of water. It wasn't vague like Yappy, like, oh, somewhere near body of water. Um, That's when she claimed luck. Right. She says, you know, I, I, if anything, he could be involved. Mulder says, I believe he's psychic. If it's not either of those things, could just be lucky. And this yeah, is a great. He says, he says, I'm not. He says, he, I think he says, I don't believe he's the killer. She says, I don't believe he's psychics. And that's when he's like, well, if he's neither, then, you know, how do we know where the body is? Just lucky. Just lucky. Yep. And then that cut back to the uh, playing the lotto <laughs> and it. losing. Dude, I noticed this the first time I backed it up a couple times. Uh, every number is off by one. I saw that. Yeah. That's <laughs> that so cool. nuts. Yeah. I had to rewind it because I was like, wait, he got it. Because he only, she only says like the last three numbers mm-hmm. uh, at first and then starts back over. And then you have to like back up and see what the numbers were. But every number he has is one higher. Isn't that interesting? What do you think that's saying? I mean, it's just that whatever, like he, whatever he can't weird. can't reach beyond what he can, what he has as a special power. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to so bad. A power that is essentially, I mean, functionally useless in your day-to-day life. It it is brutal. I mean, worse than worthless. It's worse (laughs) than worthless because it tortures you into this horrible lifestyle. Right. How how hard would it be to maintain any relationships if you could vividly see how and when everybody you were talking to died? Mm -hmm. Right. Right? Even if it's not for a while, it's just... If that if that just strikes you when you're interacting with people, that's mm-hmm. a that's a bummer. It's such a bummer. Yeah. If 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 you and I are podcasting and all I can picture is you dying from autoerotic asphyxiation hanging in your closet, mm-hmm. it would be distracting. Does it move a little? <laughs> it, it, it twitches. All right. That's all I need to know. I need to know if you got a little movement down there at the thought of that. <laughs> just like that boy from Nixis. Sorry, that's Stewie Griffin, Aww. right? Didn't you say that? Yeah. (laughs) Stewie said that. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal. But um, yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy to think about. And it it serves no purpose because you can't, what do you, you can't even apply it to law enforcement. You can't even be a superhero. (laughs) No. Because what do you do? How do you know who's going to, you, do you run around the, I guess, boy, I guess guess you have to go deep if you want it to work, right? You got to go into the bowels of hell. You have to go into Dante's Inferno. Yeah. By going, I'm going to go, I'm going to hold the thing. I'm going to go to, I'm going to try to meet everyone in this town. But even beyond that, he either, we don't know if it's because of, or just as a happenstance, not only does he have this gift, 
but he believes that the future should be or is predetermined and should not be altered. Right. So it's not even that the yeah, only thing the you could potentially do, piece, yeah. right, is you could potentially, if you knew how somebody's going to die and you know, you thought you had the ability to affect that. You know, if you know this person is going to die on this date, drive from this place, don't have them drive that day or, or do whatever. <laughs> and what I believe is that he probably in his life at some point had those situations come up where he tried to alter it and maybe something fucking worse happened. Like he told that person not to drive because they were going to like hit a fucking go off a bridge and die. So they didn't. And then they went the next day and they were rushing because they were supposed to be there the day before or whatever. And then they fucking like take out a family of four. Correct. You know what I mean? Like yep. what if like some awful shit this, like this that is, happened? Yeah, this is this always goes back to all those go back in time, kill bad people arguments. Right. Go right. back and kill Hitler or whoever. And it's like, well, maybe, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. It, it, and that's maybe you're right. Maybe the implication is because he's older. He's had this happen to him with devastating effect. That's that's what I I choose to believe mm-hmm. because he does um, say explicitly doesn't he just say I'm not going to help you and, yeah and then he goes on and on about it and Mulder's like I I don't understand how you can have this gift and be and your attitude can be like this right and, and he's just like this is not a gift you do but not you never this. don't buy it and that's why I think this works from because, Clyde yes because Boyle's so good oh for you sure. never don't buy that he wouldn't that he would I never thought why I just said of course look at the way yeah. he plays the guy. Yep, yep. Of course that he would think this. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And Mulder does eventually kind of get him to come on board. Um, but then this this interaction back in the station where Mulder's like testing his psychic abilities, like, oh, there's a hit. That's a miss. There's a hit. That's uh, awesome. And it degrades into Mulder's extreme frustration as he realizes this quote-unquote gift is super specifically limited and perhaps not really a lot of good to this investigation. Mm -hmm. Right. I think, I think too, in his, in his rant about Columbus never being born, there's part of him that realizes he's kind of being full of shit. Right. In a, in a sense. And that's when I was like, when do we start? Yeah. Like right after the rant, he's like, when do we start? Cause, and that's just more good shit out of Boyle because you think he's going through it and just thinking, (laughs) man, this is crazy. What am I thinking? Either full of shit or also just like, you know, at the end of the day, this young, you know, to him, very young, sure. passionate, eager person, like, no, no matter what, they're not going to understand, like, what no I've way. gone through. Yeah, they're no not going to, you know, they're not going to see things the way I do. They're not going to have gone, you know, and made these mistakes or, or live with this for decades. So, fuck it. Get, let's fuck go. Yeah. Let's go. He also knows he's dying soon. Yeah. Right. Right. We have to, he hasn't said anything about it yet, but right. obvi- obviously that's the assumption. Right. And, and it's funny on a, on a rewatch to see how he behaves and how it definitely affects him. I mean, he's just like sweet, merciful fucking Christ. Finally <laughs> on the one hand. Yeah. 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 Is this a, um, is this a callback to beyond the sea and the Knicks Jersey thing? Oh, a hundred percent. So dope, man. hundred uh, percent. And that was, that was a ploy by Mulder. Yeah, in, in that episode. <clears throat> yeah. But it was stated by Darren Morgan, the writer, talked about, you know, Beyond the Sea was one of his inspirations. This idea of this false psychic or this psychic, you know, different kind of uh, interaction with it, with a psychic kind of element and kind of split between Yappy and, and Clyde Bruckman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's definitely was something that kind of uh, got a jump from him. Right. Yeah. 
And then but, uh, uh, Claude, it doesn't, whatever the fuck his name is, is dead too. Yep. And I love how he rattles off all this knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, like, wow, that's clever. You got all that? Sold yeah, know. Sold him insurance. <laughs> Which I guess he collected on, or his wife. Which or makes somebody. sense, because he says non-smoker. I mean, that's one of the yeah. things you're asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Just coincidence. Yep. Uh, this they, is what I like about this. There's this, you know, there's this tendency when you're dealing with this power for, you, for it to either be complete and utter bullshit in a story or complete and utterly true and there's no wiggle room for coincidence and fun and that's why Bruckman's works so well is because he gets some of that too like yeah. yes we know he knows but he's also knows other things coincidentally which, yep. <laughs> which is awesome you know it adds more of a rounded finish to the idea of this story vehicle yeah it's cool man I do like it I do like it how do you but, know I don't like Mulder wants to know so bad the actual physical process of 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 the gleaning, I'm going to call it the shine, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. what happens? Like, I, I don't know. know. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Leave me alone. <laughs> and uh, they end up dragging dragging him out to this this woods. Yeah, right? this is where Clyde seems to get some sort of inspiration, yeah. and uh, it turns into kind of a fool's errand initially. They can't find anything. They're wandering around around. He's got no more specifics. And then Talking on top of that, bodies. they get stuck in the mud. Mulder yeah. gets hosed with mud. And then uh, there's the body yeah. with, some, with some skid marks on it, which probably yeah. isn't, isn't great for the investigation. I do like his little rant here. Think of all the things in one's life, not just once, but in everybody's life, right? And he, to arrange it so that on that particular night, the big bopper would be in a position. He's talking about the plane crash. Oh, that yeah. his death came down to the flipping of a fucking coin. That's pretty. It's nuts. Fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, they find a hand. Yeah, that that shit. Like, I mean, for I, I've never. For for me, it's not like a fate thing, but just that the fucking crazy chance. Sure. El- yeah, elements. Yeah. yeah. I, I find the the other past paths things could have gone to be such a fucking fascinating thing. Like, Oh yeah, I actually, I actually took a, a class in, um, in college on counterfactual history, which was basically like, it's a very weird discipline. It's like studying what, how things could have happened differently, but, okay. but the idea is that it makes you understand real history better because you understand like by studying like, okay, if this event had changed, you know, or one small variable, how things could have turned out. So what were the important things that caused, you know, kind of can make you, it's sort of a process that can kind of try to help understand the importance of certain variables. Sure. I guess. Um, but anything like from that to like, just like crazy little shit, like who's the, um, I was just reading about this. There's a famous comedian or actor who was supposed to be on one of the planes on nine 11 and got fucking hung over and missed his flight. Oh, um, uh, um, uh, uh, it's an, an Italian last name. Fuck. I know who you're talking about. He's, oh, he's on the league, isn't he? Wait, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's Seth MacFarlane. Oh, it is? Yeah. There, I mean, maybe there's somebody else too, but yeah, because apparently the league, the guy in the league lied about it. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Wow. That's a different story, I think. I think he, 
I thought he was the guy who said he was on the on the tower and got out of it, and it was a total fucking lie. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm thinking something That's else. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but he's on the league. Yeah, but yeah, Seth MacFarlane was like missed his plane by minutes because he was like fucking hungover. That's right. Like, this is, I remember just, this. Now just this a crazy is fucking back to you. crazy thing. Like that's like a relatively you know unimportant historical event. You know, right. like fucking Seth MacFarlane. Unless whatever. your name's Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> but like, think about that, man. No Seth MacFarlane. Like, you know. Yeah, I was booked on the quote. I was booked on the first flight that hit the tower, and I was drinking the night before. I overslept a little bit in conjunction with the fact that my travel agent screwed up my itinerary by about fifteen minutes, or so I have ten minutes late to get on the plane. Fucking A. Yeah. <sighs> Man. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, it's like when you drive behind a horrific road accident and you're like, this happened 20 seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if oh, I didn't shit. make coffee that day, would I be upside down in the woods? Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. I mean, countless, fu- countless, countless fucking things. things. The variables yeah. are un- untold. <laughs> yep. But I guess that's sort of, you know, that comes down to your personal worldview i guess outlook like sure. i i always believe in free free choice so i mm-hmm. i think it's fucking wild how you know your the your free will can have you know such crazy impacts that are really out of your control and that like you know i did not choose to you know not make that coffee because i was trying to avoid death right right but it just maybe it just fucking happens who knows mm-hmm. yeah yeah but Anyway, that, it's great. That big bopper shit will come back later. Right. Um, yep. Um, so he's going through, he's looking at this piece of lace, I believe. Yeah. Some sort of fiber. Fiber, from, yeah. From from the, the body, I think, recovered he from the body. He thinks he's psychic. Is he? I hope not. I like that part. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not because he's, he's seeing what the killer is seeing. Mm-hmm. And what the killer is seeing is Mulder stepping on this pie, yep. banana cream. Yep. Uh, and then slitting his throat. Sounds delicious, by the way. Right. In a kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then um, they move over to um, Coconut Oil. This is shot God, so well. God. This is played for great laughs. Him He's like, like interrupting himself. Yeah. With the coconut cream. And Mom's like, what? No, no, no. Lemon <laughs> meringue. He's like, no, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> like they get so frustrated. I love it. <laughs> and you're looking down in banana cream. Banana cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking great. <laughs> It's oh, awesome. Fucking, yeah. Well, it's good. And uh, it moves on to, he has a letter, right? Say hello to the FBI agents. He says hi to them. That made me laugh hi. as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, okay, this is like, all right, we got to get you out of here, put you into witness protection uh, or whatever, protective custody. He seems pretty unconcerned because he is unconcerned because he knows he's going to fucking die anyway. Right. By his own hand. Yep. Um, uh, and yeah. we get another look is, at our killer. So, so is bad guy, is this like, I don't know, like evil Jerry Seinfeld looking guy? <laughs> is he like trying to off this guy because we think he might know something? Or is he trying to off this guy because he knows he's working with the police to catch him? I, I truly believe that he he doesn't, thinks he doesn't know why he's doing any of this. Right, but 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 probably is being guided in an X Files capacity. I mean, he knows the card is death. He knows. Do you think? Or I mean, or is that just a guess? I don't know. Could something. Be a guess. Something. I mean, how the fuck does he know about Clyde Bruckman? 
Right. That's I why mean, I thought, did, something. He, did he see him with him? How does he know his address? Uh, apparently not, because in, in uh, Mulder says, you know, because Scully brings up, oh, he saw him with us at the crime scene. The killer must have been there. The killer was there. We've seen him at both crime right. scenes. But this was postmarked a day before. Oh, yeah, that's but, right. That's right. That's an important detail. But the killer is not following out some master plan. Mm-hmm. Or if he is, he's not even aware of the master plan. So... That is left, I think, very deliberately ambiguous, but you could kind of, I think you would kind of assume there's something weird going on there. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about this shit when he's talking about, I'm gonna, we're going to be in bed together to Scully? Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> Her fucking reaction just kind of like the eyes, like. She's so fucking great here. <laughs> She's not even like at first she's kind of like what the fuck like her smile and, is just so good. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I just call him like I see him. And there are misses and, and then there, there are, are misses. <laughs> <laughs> just calling it like I see it, but obviously he's predicting his death and he knows that, but he doesn't it's want a, to say. It's a very special moment neither of us will ever forget. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. Um and and then this is cut with uh, our, our killer the puppet there finishing off uh, yeah, his his tarot card reading and I like that scene. I like when yeah. he's like, This card's for you. It's oh, fucking it's so sick. Guy <laughs> flips it over to death. I love it. Badass. Ah, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if yeah. he looked and, cooler, it would have been cooler. But uh and then I do have to give a, a shout out here. It was mentioned uh Ben Pru, um Fuck that guy. our uh, fucking high priest over there on mm-hmm. the X Files Facebook page. Um he he talked about some of the significance of this, right? The the whole when Scully's leaving, and she finally kind of reluctantly asks him, like, okay, fine, how do I die? Oh, and he man. says, Yeah, you don't. And mm. you know, you could sort of just say, like, obviously Clyde has this sort of soft spot for Scully. Like there's something just about her that Possibly. he, you know, feels strongly towards. So maybe he just didn't want to say it. But it's kind of become like part of part of the X-Files mythology that Scully is like fucking immortal. Um, and it's most directly correlated to, um, a episode in season six called Tythonus, Tythonus, something like that, which is, there's this dude that knows when and where people are going to die and takes photos of them. And he's trying to see death in the mm. photos. We find out later. And that Tithonus, guy, yeah. that guy can't die. Um, or so he thinks and Scully in, the, in that episode gets shot and then eventually like this weird thing happens and this guy dies instead of her and that's kind of like a okay that was like the bookend of of this right you don't die you don't die when you are kind of supposed to die but then a lot of other people kind of take it as like Scully will literally never die that's mm. kind of a yeah it's pretty cool but um yeah. dude the uh oh, oh then the guy that's the shift change right yeah, we get this, uh, this. This like uh, I call this guy like the uh, the, the ten dollar Nick Nolte, right? Kind of. He's got <laughs> yeah. that sort of Nick Nolte. Come on, convict. Hey, come on, take over. <laughs> His name is Javes, which strikes me as sort of a Javes. Yeah, hmm. it sounds kind of Latin. Is he Eastern European or some shit? Really doesn't look Latin. Oh, it's Javes with an H though. I was picturing like with a J, soft J. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he, uh, how did he die? Lung cancer? No, he just lights up. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> they great. Yeah. Somebody tells you like, oh, you don't die of lung cancer, liver disease. And you're like, sweet. Buy a pack of fucking Chesterfields and a, then he gets stabbed 10 minutes later. 
Fuck, yeah. man. And you get drunk and fall down and fucking break your head open. Oh, it's damn. so. It's at this point where I'm forced to ask myself, "Wow, what a wild character!" Because he, he 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 knows this guy's fate is is right around the corner, and on top of it, he knows this guy's not going to kill him. He's he's minutes away. This guy's minutes away from death, and he's sitting here having this weird interaction with him. Right. And in and that's he doesn't tell him like, like, hey, no, like this killer is about like he truly believes everything is just predetermined. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is why he's not. Which is why he is not resistant like, uh, in any way. Resistant and or intervening in any way with this guy. Right. I mean, he literally could have just not let him in. Mm-hmm. He gets up and he lets the killer in. Right. Fucking nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah, Mulder and Scully are off to the next crime scene. Yep. And and the, here here's an awesome twist because when you see him in, in the hallway, you're like, <laughs> oh, sneaky fucker. He's like, he's dressed up as a bellhop to to sneak in and he found out Clyde is here. That's 100% your assumption. Of course. And, and then when he walks in. Like, is this guy like, an assassin? Oh my God, it's you. Mm. And he's like, you, they just, they brought you right to me? Like, what are the odds of that? Like, he literally right. is just working. This is his actual job. For sure. Like, and that's he's, why I love the way this guy reacts with like this kind of goofy smile, almost laughing. He's like, what, yeah, what are the odds, man? What? This is nuts. Was that not enough of a tip? Good joke. Because he goes for the <laughs> knife right after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is where, you know, the killer tries to ask Clyde about why why he does a thing he, he does. Mm. <laughs> Clyde's like, you don't get it, do you? You don't get it because you're a homicidal maniac. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that makes sense. Sam Harris would be, yes, correct. That's (laughs) that's precise sense. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and and the guy's like, great, I guess I'll start, you know, it all starts making sense now. He laughs, super. And then he goes to kill him. He's like, no, 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 you don't kill me now. Right. And the killer's just like, oh. I don't. Okay. Why? I I don't know. I love this shit. This is so out there. Oh, dude, if you just think just about that part, you can break that that oh, one part down. That's like oh, a my... five part up right there. Yeah. You don't kill me right now. Why not? I don't know. And then he doesn't. Because <laughs> the guy comes out of the bathroom and he stabs him in the chest. Yep. And then he just fucking leaves. Yep. Yeah. Fucking got that, got that pistola deep in the, in the uh, holster. Mm, yeah. That's the way it goes. That's that 21 foot thing, right? That happened in the police a long time ago that's when they started you can close the distance and kill a police officer with a blunt instrument before they can draw you can move 21 feet before they can get yeah yep. get it out yep definitely mm-hmm. especially if you're moving with intent i don't mean a bat to the face i mean yeah or a knife it might have been a knife i don't remember but yeah that was the if you're going to take your gun out you better do it before they're within 21 feet type of thing yep. and yep. obviously this is not only that but a total and utter surprise yeah. It's just a, oh, fuck, I'm coming out of the smoking, bathroom with a smoking smoke. Smoking a butt, taking a shit. Taking a shit with a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Catches a, a real shitty dinner knife that would probably break off a rib, but sure. Yeah. Kills him with it and uh, makes his way out of there. Yep. And uh, Scully had put things together back at the, the new crime scene. That This was the sloppiest the killer, crime scene. For sure, yep. So they were kind of like going to catch on to the killer anyway. But she finds that that piece of white thread and, and kind of connects it back to the bellhop's costume, outfit, whatever you call it, uniform. Um, <laughs> to all the bellhops out there, hope you like going to work in your fucking costumes. 
Would you, you have like? Would you get the Halloween store for your dumb? <laughs> if you have frills hanging from your fucking shit, it's a costume. Yeah, the if hat, the hat frilly... quali- qualifies as a costume all day. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. It's a costume. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Mulder goes through the motions, and luckily, because he has been warned, his fate is changed. Yeah. So there you go, Clyde. Clyde did change change his fate. I mean, Although ironically, he wheels and he isn't right behind him. No. But by but by wheeling, maybe he he gets his hands in a position where he does block. Sure. Life. And Scully puts him down. That's not the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Bang. Supposed to happen, and you got to wonder like, how was it? Well, how right? What does he mean? Yep. Did well, he see it too? He saw he saw himself killing Mulder. I think so. We think, right? We think, right? He also um, saw the death card, so we think. Yep, yeah. Mm. And and he saw himself killing Clyde. Right. We think. We think. But he doesn't. He doesn't, because Clyde kills himself. Fuck. Yeah, and that is, uh, that is a pretty beautiful little moment there when, oh, when so Scully great. takes his hand. Yeah, she's great here, huh? Julian Anderson? I mean, what else yeah. is there? But. Right. It's a, it's a great little, pretty yeah. quick, you know? It's funny, I... Whenever I haven't seen, I've seen this episode like twice in the last month, probably because yeah. I think I I watched it because we were notes. supposed to do it. How many times? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a couple, few. Oh, that's what it was. We literally didn't. We had like plans to record this episode mm-hmm. and had to like reschedule. Yeah. Isn't do you remember right? how? Yeah. Do you remember how we recorded an episode and recorded it again months <laughs> yeah. later? Which one was that one? And at first, you're like. And I was like, we did this already? And you're like, we did? I'm like, oh yeah, for sure. That wasn't that the... Um, so weird. That was the Pizza bad, Vampire. Bad Blood? Bad oh, Blood. Oh, no, no, no. Pizza... Yeah, Pizza Vampire. Pizza Blood. Bad blood. Yeah. Pizza Blood. Yeah. Blood. Bad Blood. Vampire yeah. Blood. <laughs> Whatever That's the fuck. weird. Bad Blood. Bad Blood. Bad Blood. Um, yeah. But this moment, man, it's funny though. When I... When it's been a longer window since I've seen this episode, in my mind, like this scene always goes on longer. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a more of a, of a production. Oh, you mean thing. his dead, his death? Yeah. 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 yeah like yeah. in my mind, I'm like it, this, that scene always comes to mind. Like it's this big thing. It's really so fucking quick. Mm. It's like five seconds, man. Like he, he, she holds his hand, looks up, you see the, you know, quote unquote tear, which mm-hmm. really could just be perspiration. Sure. Um, running down his face and then cut back to Scully's eyes, you know, her reaction. And that's fucking it. But like, right. it just seems like it, it, it strikes you so powerful that it really lasts. It lingers. Yeah. Which, it lingers in the mind, perhaps after the fact, elongating yep. it a bit, a perception trick as it were. Mm-hmm. I like it. But yeah, dude. And then uh, the amazing yappy scene at the end here, we have <laughs> dude. I, I hadn't watched the very end of this until today in a while. And I remember thinking to myself, if she dials the number, I'm going to be really mad at this fucking show. I thought for a real second she was going to because I didn't remember. And then she just whips it at the TV. I was like, okay. Breaks both her phone and the TV, possibly. Yep. I was like, okay. Because if she calls, I'm going to be mad at her. Right. That would be a little silly, not a character. (sighs) Boy, it would have been. And that is Clyde Bruckman's final repose with a Z. Like, absurd Took uh this fucker took down should just mention we don't talk a lot about awards but took down um two fucking Emmys no shit Outsta- yeah outstanding writing in a drama series for Morgan and uh, Boyle won outstanding guest actor in a drama series he's so fucking good yeah and I think it was kind of uh I mean the X Files had its share of awards um and I think 
those are two of the first like big fucking like big old big old awards. Um, more more to follow. Mm. Uh, that's kind of out of my ass. I'm assuming Ben Pru will correct me and list the <laughs> list the three Emmys that won before this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's predetermined. It was predetermined for me to make that claim. Yeah. Well, it's good people. Yeah. Um. So that is the episode, man. It's yeah. Awesome. Anything else you want to say about it before we get out of here? I guess not really, because we don't do our normal thing here. We're we're not going to talk about what's next. What's nope. next is going to be fucking season one, episode one. <laughs> and then what's actually next after this one chronologically will be whatever the fuck episode this was. The oh, one yeah. after that, right? This will be re-released in like fucking three years. Because <laughs> it's season three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And these are like 20-something fucking episodes a season. We're not going to make you wait three years to hear it, though. So there you go. <clears throat> yeah. Season three, episode four. Yeah. So just for fun, the next one would have been the list. Yeah. And and eventually it will be after this. Yeah, for sure. We'll get there. With fucking Bokeem Woodbine, which is, can't get right. <laughs> what? Bokeem Woodbine is where can't get right comes from. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, this is a weird, this is the some LSG media history here. So Bokeem Woodbine is can't get right in the Eddie Murphy <laughs> flick. He's like, he can't get right. And that's what they call him, right? <laughs> he's like, wicked good at baseball. Oh, Eddie Murphy's yeah. like, hey, he can't get right over here on his team. <laughs> that boy can't get right. It's fucking so funny, man. Uh, also in The Rock. Yeah. 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 He plays one, one of the bad guys. The fuck is the name of that movie? <sighs> it angers me. Mm, what, what is, that's going to be fucking... It's an Eddie Murphy movie, and I don't remember the name of it. Life? Life. Life is the name of the movie, right? He's in a Spike Lee joint, Crooklyn. Oh, there you go. That's not it, though. It's Life. Oh, Life, yeah. 1999. Can't get right. It's in the fucking credits. Yes. Can't get right. That's him, dude. That boy can't oh. get right. Oh, yeah, Shit. yeah. I love Eddie Murphy. God damn, I don't even care. So, yeah. Bokeem Woodbine's in the next... Well, in season three, episode five. That's funny shit, man. Yeah. Well... No, let's get the fuck well, out of here. You got yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Or we won't. Doesn't matter, but Doesn't matter. one way or another, it's already determined. <laughs> Free will's an illusion, so <laughs> jump off a bridge or don't. You don't. You don't have a choice. Yep. Just kidding. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> Search for yourself. Search your souls, man. True. And uh, keep listening there. to LSG Media. So definitely don't jump off a bridge. Yet. I haven't seen Evil Dead yet. All right, we're out of here. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>